0: life is complicated there is the law and there is reality welcome to law and reality sponsored by thav gross now here's your host ken gross welcome
1: to this segment of law and reality today's topic is a different one should i buy or rent my home and should i lease or buy my car brian small good morning good morning ken these are actual Real
2: issues that face people every day and there's not necessarily a right or wrong answer for everybody, is there? We'll see. Jeffrey Kirshner,
3: Ken, it is a perplexing topic. I have a purchased home, but I've got a leased cars, which I feel like I'm in the majority of
1: people. Jim Samasco.
3: I love the topic and I
1: think it's gonna be very interesting. So I look forward to this episode. All right, let's dig into it. Okay, so let's talk about the house first. Okay, Fortune magazine. Should I rent or buy it? They said an article in March. Before you decide, ask yourself some questions. So they did a comparison. Cost of renting versus buying a three hundred thousand dollar home. So the first year they're talking about a twenty percent down payment if you buy plus your mortgage payments. Renting, all you're doing is paying your monthly rent. So first-year cost, owning was $99,636, renting was 31584 That was based on putting 20% down, and, and,
2: uh, which, uh, which uh, a lot of people don't do anymore because you can get as little as a three
1: percent down mortgage these days right but but you put 20
3: percent down and i assume a 30-year fixed mortgage which has kind of been traditional yes that's what they were
1: looking at then monthly cost the mortgage payment 2303 a month that was including taxes and insurance renting was just a straight 2432 a month in rent so questions they raised how long do you plan to be where you are in terms of making that decision what are your finances like what is the state of the housing market where you're living as our prices inflated or reasonable? What about job security and satisfaction? Those are their questions. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to throw out one more and then we all just we'll just talk about it. What about the three point retirement plan? I have a question, though. Where's the crystal ball to answer those questions?
2: I mean, you know, truly. This is the crystal
1: ball. This is Sam. Sam, the crystal ball. You have a question, Sam will answer it. Okay. I'll just keep him here. I mean, you you know, those are great things that you
2: have to look at and think about. But when it comes down to buying a house, I, I think that the first thing you've got to look at is, how much money is this going to cost me, and what is it? What does it compare? So when they talk about the own cost of Sorry, ownership...
1: Sorry, Brian, you're wrong. Yeah. That's not the correct answer. Yeah. Do you I'm... want to know the correct answer?
2: Sure. Tell me the correct answer. The
1: correct answer, Brian, is you want to set as your goal, you want to own your own house so that when you get to retirement, you own it free and clear, you have no debt, and you have some savings in the bank. That's the three point retirement we plan. We know that's the three point been
2: retirement plan on for
1: ten years. I understand. How could it. you forget the three point I retirement plan? I did not plan, forget. It.
2: Put the fish thing away. Okay. Then the, don't, the, don't the, do that. Please, yeah. yeah. don't <laughs> do that again. I'm going home. No, the issue is when you're looking at owning versus renting. You know, I've had this conversation with my kids. They're like, look how cheap it is to buy a house and what the mortgage payment's going to be. And what people don't realize, regardless of what the three-point retirement plan is, owning your own home is the right thing. Owning the right home
1: is the solution. Owning the right home and owning it at the right time. There's a difference. If you're in your 20s and you're not sure where you want to live on a long-term basis career-wise, you don't necessarily want to commit to buying a home and then locking yourself in and not being able to sell it at the market at the right time. But at a certain point in time, see if we all can agree on this. When you are settled, whether you're married, you're children, or whether or not, or you're settled, you want to take that money that you're spending monthly on housing and build equity in a home. Absolutely, but I'm talking about when you're buying
2: that house, you need to know what it costs. People just look at and go, oh, my rent's $1,400 a month, my mortgage payment will be $1,100 a month. It's the hidden costs of home ownership that cause people to have a lot of problems. Things like when you own an apartment, the maintenance is included. When you own an apartment, or when you when you live in an apartment, the grass gets cut. It's included. when you live in an apartment your utilities are usually
1: significantly lower and you don't have to worry about the furnace and you don't have to worry about the lights you don't have to worry about the plumbing you don't have to worry about the basement leaking you don't have to there's a million things that you get hit with and home ownership no question about it it's like I always say I say to young couples that once you buy that house you're gonna just keep it's gonna suck every penny that you make out of you for a while well,
2: because everybody strives buy the biggest house you can afford because the price is just going to go up and stretch yourself every realtor on the planet stretch yourself because they want to make more commission and everybody wants bigger, better, better and that's
3: not,
1: not-, and, no, not and, and
3: that's a good philosophy if the property goes up in value
1: if you're in a appreciating market Th- that makes sense. Which historically has been the case. Even up until the Great Recession, we had growth constant. Great Recession comes, houses went down to half of their value. Everyone said Case-Shiller. Everyone else, houses will never come back. Eight years later, the houses were doubled in value from where they were prior to the Great Recession. They all came back and bounced back. Now we're in, a, you know, we're in a tighter market, so they're leveling off, but they're not dipping. In any kind of dramatic fashion so they do appreciate
3: but here's a fallacy part of the fallacy is with regard to homes where you are purchasing a home going oh it'll increase in value you'll make so much money you're only going to make money if you have the home for a certain period of time it you increases it. In value and then you sell it if though wait, you're wait, buying a home because wait a second this is where i'm going to raise my family it's big enough so i have for enough kids that may not be the strategy because you may just want to stay in that home,
2: and you're not thinking about selling the home. But see, and to make money when you sell the home, the question is: is great. You made a profit. Where are you going to go? What does it cost you to go to the next place? That's where the fallacy also is, is that we you don't know how much. Yeah. So but great, you made right, a lot we're of gonna, money, let's and it's going to cost you even more we're to gonna stay gonna buy right
1: on home. this. Right after the break.
2: Are you in financial crisis? Do you owe too much credit card debt? Are you behind in your mortgage? Do you owe the tax man? These are the problems that many people face. Solutions exist. If you wanna know what they are, come to our free seminar June 7th in our offices in Bingham Farms. Sign up at favgross.com or call us today at 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. And take your first step to a fresh start today.
0: Is the debt piling up? Struggling to get by? It's all about preserving future income. Bankruptcy is one option. When it's right, it's the least
1: costly, most effective way to save your home, eliminate a second mortgage, and wipe out
0: credit card debt. But you need to address the problem now. We help people with bankruptcy. Call the experts. Worth are have Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. You can't work Pat was recommended by a friend who insisted that we really needed a trust. And he said, I know somebody who will do a good job for you. At Samasco Law, we deal with estate planning and trusts every day. We had excellent service from Samasco Law. Any questions we had were addressed. Our estate is in order and it had been set up so well that nothing needed to be done. I would just highly recommend Samasco Law.
1: Comes up all the time, and, and the issue is 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 here's the, here's one issue. Do you buy the house that's three hundred thousand dollars, that's a sufficient size to accommodate your family of four? It's got you know you know a basement that you can finish and you can live there, and get that house paid off, let's say in fifteen years by increasing your payments, and then you have no no. No house payment. Just pay your taxes and insurance and save that money for retirement. Or do you need the 4,500 square foot house or the house in this specific neighborhood that you want to live in that the land is twice the cost? What do you do there, guys? You know, it's obviously,
2: it's a, it's, your opinion so to speak a lot of times but the smart financial thing to do may not be what your heart or gut wants you to do
1: so you have to it's a balancing I know that when I was in my 30's I would not consider anything about worrying about the retirement aspect and getting it paid off because it was never no one was suggesting to me to do that so I wanted the bigger and i know in my 60s when i have the benefit of looking back i kind of come back and i say i should have bought the house accelerated payments and paid it off and kept it and i should have bought cars not leased them paid them off and drove and, and ride them until a certain point in time and then replace them and I would have had a lot more savings well, I know that now But I didn't care about it then well with and most to, young people feel the same way
3: I, I, I agree 100% my car. You know, I like driving my car till I get 200,000 miles on it. My wife likes a lease one
1: Because she likes the new car every couple and years every more safety.
3: Years. What is it gonna break down
1: and I at
2: leased cars up until the time that this uh, last October when my lease was up and I went to go lease another vehicle and I got sticker shock and then I looked at the cost of buying out my vehicle versus leasing a new one and I chose to buy out my vehicle And and a lot of people are buying out their
1: vehicles and leasing is getting reduced consumer reports just uh, very very recently in 2020 33 percent of new cars were leased in 2023, that number is down to 17%. Now, Metro Detroit has always been one of the highest lease rate markets because we make cars. We make cars. People want to drive new cars. If you want to drive a new car on a regular basis, leasing can make sense. Oh, growing up, my dad, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. my, my dad got a new car every two years. I
2: mean, My dad got a new car every two that years. It was just normal in my house.
1: Leasing versus buying. Here are advantages of leasing. You drive it trouble-free. You don't have to worry about maintenance. You always have a late model vehicle covered by the new car warranty. A lot of times you get free oil changes and other scheduled maintenance. You can drive a higher-priced car for less money because the lease payment is going to be less than your installment payment on a purchase. You'll have the latest safety features, like what your wife is saying. You don't have to worry about fluctuations in the car's trade-in value because you can automatically turn it in. There can be some tax benefits uh, for business owners. And at the end, you just turn in the car.
2: Right. It all sounds fancy and fantastic. But the problem is, is that when you go to lease a new car, my, my, my daughter is looking for a new car. And she knows you have the existing payment right now. And she's looking at similar vehicles, and it's almost $200 more a month
1: to lease the same car. From, you mean from the previous year? Yeah. But, what, but is that the decision point, or what does it cost to buy the car?
2: So buying the car, it, that's an interesting question. These days now you can finance up to 84 months. Should you, should you buy a car over 84 months? Absolutely no. You should never buy a car for 84 months it just doesn't make sense because the car's out of warranty so you have to include the costs, additional costs of extended warranties and things like that and it just makes the car that much more expensive so living within your means and buying a lesser car is what the solution actually what turns out to what about buying
1: be. i had a friend of mine he was a CPA which I always uh, so he was always fiscally clever from the day one, all the years I was leasing cars, he was always buying cars every couple years, and he would buy a car that was one year old, because mm-hmm. he, he got the advantage of that great amount of depreciation for the first year. So he would buy, you know, he would buy the one-year-old car. I always wanted the new car that no one had ever sat in. So did my wife. He didn't care about that, and he had he would drive that car, two three years, sell it usually for what he paid for it, yep. and buy another car.
2: Yep. So who was smarter? The purchaser, the guy your 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 accountant friend, so to yes. speak. Yes. And they're only new for the first week. Yep. Correct. <laughs> <Yeah. You know? laughs> Correct. Ten, worth 10 percent less the minute you drive it off the lot. In fact, sometimes more than 10 percent. So, So but but leasing, it, 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 it is a, it's an easy decision if you're getting into the car market and it's your first time, you, as long as you buy, if you're buying, you should buy the least costly vehicle that you can get into that serves your needs. When you start to reach, again, that's where the problems become, you're spending more than you really should be affording. And that's really the analysis that you have to look at both in buying a house. And in buying a car, or leasing a car, or renting an
1: apartment. But we're coming up to a break, and after the break, in the last segment, what I want to talk about is the same concepts and how they play into retirement. But uh, but but covering back to leases, there you know the leases do have some disadvantages too. You know, you put a little nick bigger than the size of a credit card on the car. You've got to repair that before you turn it in. If you lease it long enough, you gotta replace the tires and then you turn it in and you've incurred those maintenance costs. So it's not all, leases do have disadvantages on those same points. We'll be back
0: after the break. Carrying too much debt? Resolve your debt. Call Gross. You don't need to be broke and you don't need to hit rock bottom.
1: If you have income and you're struggling with debt, Dump it. Think about the next 10 or 20
0: years. If you do what the banks tell you, you'll have nothing to retire with. There is a solution. Don't waste your future. Call Fav Gross. We're experts at eliminating credit card debt. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. We were just spitting. We just didn't know what was going to happen next. At Samasco Law, we deal with these issues every day, especially elder law. Pat went to work for Fran. Patrick was there holding my hand, kept saying, we'll get through this, we'll get through this. He got her husband Medicaid and in a nursing home. Samasco Law got the success they deserved. Samasco Law is definitely family to me. I really appreciate knowing all of you. Tax problems are major problems. Don't let the IRS levy your wages and seize your assets. There is a solution. Worth are Thav Gross, our firm will solve your problem. If you're behind on your taxes and owe money to the IRS, call Fav Gross. We've been solving tax problems for
1: 32 years. We stop wage levies, resolve unfiled returns, and obtain the best
0: possible settlements. Call Thav Gross today, 888-235-HELP. If you're retired and in a financial crisis, there is a way out. It pains me when I see a retired couple exhaust their savings by paying credit card bills and for a home hopelessly underwater. Thav Gross specializes in helping retired people in financial crisis. You just can't keep paying until you're broke. You need to address the problem now. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem.
1: Time for announcements. We have a free seminar coming up Wednesday, June 7th, 6 to 7.30 p.m., The Debt-Free Feeling. This is about how good you feel. It's actually an endorphin that once you become debt-free, your life takes a different perspective. And and the seminar focuses on how to accomplish that, how to become debt-free, how to reposition yourself to save for retirement, Solutions using bankruptcy, solutions outside of bankruptcy. The key is getting rid of the debt. Attendees receive a free copy of my book, Dump Your Debt. Call 888-235-HELP, that's 888-235-HELP, or register online at lawandreality.com. Remember, you can always come in for a free consultation. Just call 888-235-HELP or go online and sign up. Debt issues, tax issues, estate planning issues, business issues, elder law issues with Pat, disability issues with Jeff. Sign up at lawandreality.com or call 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-4357. Also, go online to our website to get our free reports, Resolving Tax Problems, The Real Solutions, Bankruptcy, Is It Right For Me? How to Save Your Home From Foreclosure, Business Formations, Loans and Grants for Small Businesses in Detroit and Michigan, and The Retiree's Guide to Social Security want to thank our sponsors, ThavGross, Simasco Law, Kirshner Law. Now back to the show.
0: Is the debt piling up? Struggling to get by? It's all about preserving future income. Bankruptcy
1: is one option. When it's right, it's the least costly, most effective way to save your home, eliminate a second mortgage, and wipe out credit card debt. But you need to address
0: the problem now. We help people with bankruptcy. Call the experts. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. Are you in financial crisis?
2: Do you owe too much credit card debt? Are you behind in your mortgage? Do you owe the tax man? These are the problems that many people face. Solutions exist. If you want to know what they are, come to our free seminar June 7th in our offices in Bingham Farms. Sign up at ThavGross.com or call us today at 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. And take your first step to a fresh start today.
1: All right, so let's talk about the same issues, the owning the house, buying the car, leasing the car, buying the house, renting. Retired person. If you're retired, you're living off of your Social Security or if you're lucky enough to have a pension, Plus, you're supplementing that with whatever you, savings you've had that you've accumulated. If you are still making a mortgage payment or paying rent, that's costing you, let's just pick a number, $2,500 a month. If you still have two car payments, that's costing you another 1000 a month. That's $3,500 a month. Your Social Security check on an average basis, husband and wife, is probably right in around 3500 bucks a month okay. for an average couple. So if you don't have those two expenses, all you have left are taxes on your home, 500 bucks a month, and insurance, 100 bucks a month. So you got $600 to spend towards the 3500 of income, versus if you have a house payment, a rent payment, and two car payments, you're already using up all of your Social Security benefit, so you need all the rest of your retirement for those funds. Well, that's it's a the, dramatic difference. That's
2: the key to getting back to the three-point retirement plan, which is when you retire, have no debt, when my have father, some money in my the my bank, have re- the and off. have right. your house paid my off. My
1: father retired. And he had a rent payment, $1,800 a month. He had credit card payments of $400 a month, $2,200. And he had a car payment of $400 a month, $2,600 a month. And he had $2,400 a month coming in on Social Security. I I, I said to myself, if he didn't have those car payments and didn't have the house payment, he would have had enough money to live. Instead, he was basically dependent on me for support.
2: Do recall, one of the f- problems is, is that even if your car's
1: paid off, cars don't last forever. Except when you're in retirement, not you don't drive you. very much. You're this not driving true. to work every day. Like, t- to me, COVID has had that impact. I used to put twelve to 15,000 miles uh, a year on a car, driving to client appointments and driving to court. Now I put about 3,000 miles uh, a year on the car because I do a lot of meetings by Zoom. Almost all court appearances are by Zoom. There's just no miles to use. So it's a tough call, but the biggest one to me is going back to the house issue. If you're young and you're watching this or if you're, watching this and you have the chance to have the discussion with your kids when you're young you might need to rent until you know where you want to have your roots a little bit and you want to watch the housing market but the sooner you can get into home ownership and pay off that home that is a key to guaranteed financial success
3: because when you rent you have nothing to show for it at the end you just pay month after month and if you move apartments you just start up again but you've got no equity in and landlords
1: don't reduce rent they increase
3: rent you know I talk to a lot of elderly people on a day-to-day basis and a lot of times I ask what's the best investment you've ever made in your life And the vast 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 majority say real estate you know based on the appreciation based that they get to live there the quality you know it is a good investment to have your house especially if it's paid
1: off and you're not having large payments it's, it, it's a solid, good cause. The only, during the financial crisis, home ownership was toxic for a two-year period, and we made and, and people did loan mods and did a lot of different things that, that occurred. If we have another financial crisis, it's going to be a little bit of a different viewpoint to that because the outcome of the financial crisis turned out to be different than we thought. We got over it. So you have to weather the storm in that circumstance. But the concept of owning your home free and clear, retiring with zero debt, no car payments, no credit card payments, that still, in my view, assures you of a decent retirement. So you can take care of the grandchildren, have some fun, go on a vacation, and not be a ward of your children. Have a great week. We'll be back next week with Lawn reality.